Central Texas. Hang on, hang on. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show, broadcasting live. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us live from Kish's Complete Car Care Center this afternoon, 5300 Franklin Avenue. A lot of activity here at Kish's, and uh, come on by. We'd love to see you. They would love to see you and help you with any issues you might have or to avoid issues coming up in the fall and winter. Welcome back. John Morris Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we continue our visits with the electees to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor. Uh, We have a... uh, an electee to the Wall of Honor today. Now, this recognizes Baylor letter winners and graduates whose meritorious accomplishments in public or private life following graduation have brought positive public recognition, credit, and honor to Baylor and the athletics department. And we welcome in Colonel Tyree Newton, son of a Baptist minister, who uh, uh, will get his story, but uh, 30-year career as a pilot and instructor in the Air Force. Newton flew over 400 combat missions in Vietnam and was awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross for heroic and extraordinary achievement as an aircraft commander. And Colonel Newton, welcome to you. We appreciate you being on today. Thank, thank you, John. Uh, yes. Appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Uh, we, it's an honor to have you on, and congratulations being selected for the Wall of Honor. What was that like uh, when you got the call and, uh, and Walter told you about your selection? Well, I, it was it was stunning, really. I never expected it. It had been a long time, and uh, I just didn't think I qualified for anything like that. But I was certainly appreciative and uh, very honored to be along with so many others that I knew who were on the wall and and who were uh, in the uh, in the honor of uh, the the association. Well, your humbleness is a reason, one of the reasons you were selected. Uh, Great career here, three-year starter at second base, team captain in 1953, All-Southwest Conference that year. Uh, What do you remember, what was baseball like in the uh, early to mid-50s on the Baylor campus? It was uh, quite an experience. We we didn't have the facilities that you have currently. We were living in out at uh, Dutton Street, and uh, we we didn't have a fence around the ballpark, and it was uh, it was pretty meager. But we thoroughly enjoyed it, and we appreciated having the opportunity uh, to play baseball in the Southwest Conference. Wow, that's great. That's that's great history uh, that you live through and share with us. Who were some of your uh, contemporaries? Some of the guys you played with and. I think Cotton Davidson was your roommate all through college. Cotton was my roommate three years. Uh, he's my brother in spirit. We huh. we hit it off. I met him the first day we were at Baylor, and uh, he and I became close friends. We, we saw each other's families grow up. We traveled together after we retired, and I spoke with him again uh, Monday. We went over two weeks ago after the football game at Baylor and visited with him so we stay in close contact still uh, Bobby Benz was another one he was the all-american catcher on our baseball team he and I reported to the Air Force the same day at the same place went through pilot training together 
uh, we stayed in close contact, and he and I attended many baseball games after we retired at Baylor. How about that? What a great history with uh, guys you played with and then they continue to this day to stay close to. Uh, the the campus, uh, you talk about baseball facilities, but the campus as a whole, it was a lot different then, isn't, wasn't it, than it is now? Oh, my goodness, yes. It was so much smaller. I think we had about 4,000 students at the time when I started there, and it was so small, but we we knew most of the people there, and it was a close association, and we lived, the athletes lived in uh, Coconut Hall to start with our freshman year, and then we moved to Brooks Hall, and we had a, a great time together and eating in Mall Gardner's Chow Hall there, all of us at the mm-hmm. same place. Wow, that is great. Uh, since you uh, uh, you were involved in the ROTC at Baylor, was your plan from the beginning to go into the Air Force? Not in the wildest dreams. I, <laughs> I, joined, I joined the ROTC to keep from getting drafted during the Korean War. And, That's great. Uh, and I had no idea of ever going in, and, and uh, in 1953, the Korean War ended, so I didn't think I'd ever get called. So right. when I graduated, I signed with the Chicago Cubs and played one year in Macon, Georgia. The next year, I got my contract to play double-A in the Texas League. About two weeks after that, I got a letter from Uncle Sam saying, come join us. <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of catching up to do because I didn't join ROTC until I was a last term, uh, last term sophomore, and so I had to finish ROTC, go to summer camp. So there's no way I could go to uh, uh, spring training that year. But I did uh, something very good came from that. George Sauer, who was the athletic director and coach at the time, called me and said, since you're not going to spring training, would you consider coaching the freshman baseball team? Hmm. And of course, I jumped on that, and what a what a great bunch of athletes we had. Jerry Mallett and uh, Matt Miller and uh, Bobby Jones, Dale Schaffner, they all played on that team. But wow. the important thing I remember is later on, every one of them became very successful after they've finished their athletic career. Absolutely. Absolutely. A couple of those guys you mentioned, uh, members of the uh, Athletics Wall of Honor already, like uh, like you will be this year. Uh, numerous part of your resume uh, tells us numerous uh, combat missions in Vietnam. Uh, that was uh, – uh, what was that experience like for you? Well, it was uh... – it was different. We we had the best of all worlds. When I finished teaching uh, at the Air Force Academy in 1965, things were heating up in Vietnam, so I volunteered for a flying job. And we were assigned to the island of Okinawa. So my family got to live in, in Okinawa in a nice, safe environment while I was flying in Vietnam. And so I would fly back and forth, and we got to, during the time I was on leave, we got to travel all over uh, Asia. But flying in Vietnam uh, was totally different. The first year, I was flying uh, transport aircraft, hauling uh, things to various outposts uh, all over Vietnam. And then I was asked if I would like to fly some uh, 
classified missions, and I volunteered to do that. So I ended up for another three and a half years flying in civilian clothes in Laos part of the time. And when things weren't going, uh, weren't big over there, I would fly regular Air Force missions uh, in, in Vietnam. So I ended up staying over there four and a half years, which is a little unusual. Really interesting. Uh, at, after the Air Force, uh, you kind of went embarked on another career, didn't you, at the uh, medical school at Texas A&M? Yes. Uh, I uh, retired from the Air Force on a Friday and went to A&M on the following Monday. <laughs> I, uh, I had a contact, though, the uh, when I was teaching at the academy, I was teaching in the pre-med program, and I would fly our cadets to their medical interviews. We sent about 3% of each graduating class to medical school. And so Jim Knight at Tulane just happened to be the first dean of the new uh, medical school at Texas A&M. And he had hmm. told me a long time earlier when I got ready to retire to let him know. And so I had a contact there. And so I was uh, director of student financial aid initially, and then later on I was interim associate dean for student affairs and admissions at the medical school. And you tell us you've been retired from there since 1996, retired, but uh, that gives you more time to come up here for Baylor events, right? You bet, and we've (laughs) enjoyed it thoroughly. We still have our football season tickets, and we – uh, we'll be there this Saturday rooting for the Bears, and uh, we uh, go to as many baseball games as we can make, and uh, occasionally to a basketball game. So it's it's been a wonderful experience just to live uh, 90 miles away, so we could make uh, many of the games at Baylor. Wow, that is great. That's great. What about the uh, the induction banquet coming up November 18th? Uh, uh, that'll be a lot of fun for you and your family, won't it? It really will be. And I think my entire family of about 19 people. Are <laughs> we've, got, we've got three children and six grandchildren and spouses and four great-grandchildren. So I'm, I'm thinking all of us will be there probably. Wow, that'll be great. Well, that's going to be a fun event, and uh, again, congratulations to you, selected to the Baylor Athletics Wall of Honor, and I look forward to seeing you at the banquet on November 18th. Thank you, John, so much. I appreciate your calling. Yes, sir, and appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Uh, retired Colonel Ty Newton, he's been selected for the Baylor Athletics Wall of Honor. Two selections for the Wall of Honor this year. The other is uh, uh, Second Lieutenant um, uh, Colonel Mahaffey, and uh, he is deceased, but posthumously he'll be inducted into the uh, Wall of Honor as well. Ceremonies November 18th, the Cashin Building on the Baylor campus, and uh, tickets are available. Go through uh, Tammy Harden at the B Association. Give her a call at 254-710-3045, or you can email her at Tammy underscore Harden, H-A-R-D-I-N, 
at Baylor.edu. It's going to be a great banquet. The uh, Wall of Honor uh, selectees that I mentioned, Colonel Newton and Colonel Wilbur Mahaffey, and then for the Hall of Fame, uh, Robert Griffin III, Jeremy Alcorn, Taylor Barnes Fallon, Tweedy Carter, Dokefield, Gary Kafer, Josh Ludy, and Quentin Eigelhart Summers. Another outstanding class. We say that every year. Not sure how it can get any better, but it seems like it does every year. So put that on your calendar. Uh, set up uh, a reserve table uh, or seats for you and your family and friends and come enjoy living, breathing Baylor Athletics history at the uh, – Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Induction Banquet on November 18th. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment and then look ahead and wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour. Live from Kish's Complete Car Care Center, 5300 Franklin Avenue. We're here. Come on by and we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> 